she had reached out and said, Kate, what's going on? My vagina is dry and sex is starting to hurt. And I said, well, honey, I have the answer for you. And um, I gave her some estriol cream. And within two weeks, she said, this is the bomb. This makes a difference. Um, it's changed things. We're back to having sex again. It's comfortable. Um, I'm not so dry. It's it's not painful. And we, you know, sat down with our cups of tea and said, you know, we've got to bring this to the world. We have to bring this to the world. Women are not getting the answers from their practitioners. Hey, midlifers. Welcome to the Midlife Makeover Show. Are you ready to break free from your mundane midlife? Are you feeling trapped in a vicious cycle of rinse and repeat days? No matter if you're experiencing a divorce hangover, job burnout, or you just have the midlife blues, I got you. Hey, I'm Wendy, your hostess of the Midlife Mostess. I too was hit by midlife like a freight train. I too felt stuck in the same dull chapter. I wanted the clarity of how to create a new life beyond divorce and the courage to leave an unfulfilling career. But I kept telling myself that I wasn't worthy and it was just easier to stay in my comfort zone until I found a little secret, the freedom to live my life my way. In this podcast, you will learn how to achieve a vibrant midlife mind and body, how to create solid relationships through love and loss, and how to create an awesome second half of life. Grab your grande latte, pop in your earbuds, and let's get this midlife party started. Everyone, welcome back to the Midlife Makeover Show. Today, we are talking about menopause. I know what you're going to say. Again? (laughs) Yes, again. But we're going to talk about menopause in a different way. Because instead of talking about the usual hot flashes and mood changes of menopause, we're going to talk about how to put painful sex UTIs, and incontinence in the rear view mirror. Bye, Felicia. (laughs) Besides, I think midlife should be the best part of life. But when you're dealing with issues like that, it can crimp our midlife and making it stressful, annoying, and embarrassing. We have just the right woman to solve our problems today on the show. You are about to meet Kate Wells, author of A Forecast for Health, an entrepreneur with 20 plus years experience in bio-identical hormone products and hormone and genetic testing. Wow. She has a passion for helping women find health solutions that work. As a former teacher, Kate can never get enough learning and talking about the science of health. Well, you've come to the right place because I am the same way and I love to talk, of course. (laughs) Parlor Games, the name of her company, is the brainchild of Kate Wells and Kirsty Hegg. Best friends since 1998, Kirsty turned to Kate for help when her body betrayed her after menopause. And that true though? It almost feels like a betrayal. Like, what are you doing to me? Together, they realized that women need science, solutions, and sisterhood, love that, for the second half of life. And so, Parlor Games was born. Together, they are saving the world. This is my favorite part of your bio. They are saving the world one vagina at a time. Dun, dun, dun. (laughs) Welcome, Kate Wells, to the show. 
Thank you, Wendy. I am just so delighted to be here. <laughs> As you mentioned, I love to talk about hormones and, you know, never thought this phrase would come out of my mouth, but I love to talk about vaginas too. <laughs> I love it. I, me too. I was like, I want your job. I just want to sit around and talk about vaginas all day. Okay. So what would your vagina say? What would your vagina, question for you, what would your vagina say, have said 20 years ago? And what would your vagina say now? Oh, 20 years ago, it would say, oh, make sure you're doing all the exercises. We've got to get all the exercises going on around here because coming down the pipe, there are some changes. Be careful. So that yeah. would be 20 years ago. And today, well, because I have found some solutions, um, my vagina says, just keep at it. Keep at it with those exercises. Keep mm -hmm. at it with that estriol, that important hormone that keeps everything peachy down here. <laughs> peachy, I know. <laughs> and we're going to talk more about your products too. I love all your product names. So yes, you are, you are, what, what do you call yourself? Uh, a bio, uh, bioscience nerd, nerd or something yes, like that? Yes, I'm pretty much it. a science nerd. I'm a businesswoman, but I love the science and, uh, I I just have the best job in the world combining the two. So, yeah. So let's see. Um, which one do we want to start with? Do you want to talk about incontinence first, well, painful sex, or the UTIs? Which well, one? Ooh. Let's let's start with um, incontinence and UTIs. Okay. And we'll flow then. Pun intended. <laughs> nope. Pun intended. Let's flow it back. <laughs> Maintaining a flow in the vagina. How about that? Yes. Oh, so um, little did we know that um, with, with maturity and the passing of mm -hmm. time comes a loosening of that little control that we have mm -hmm. when we need to pee. Um, mm. First off, we start to laugh just a little too hard um, when we're there with our girlfriends, and it's a little surprise. <laughs> um, or we go for a run. Or we jump down something, or we, we do something that stresses our body just a little bit too much. And yeah, mm. there's a little wet surprise. And um, if you, yeah, I tell you what, you know, if you walk down the aisle in the grocery store, not just look at the feminine products, but look at all the range of incontinence products, feminine protection products, mm. incontinence. I mean, do that one day. Next time you're in the grocery store, it's yeah. like, this is a big issue. It's a big issue yeah. because there aren't generally discussions, you know, in our community about how, how what can we do about this? Mm. So um, the muscles around the bladder that hold kind of the bladder and then mm -hmm. the skin that is along the tube that goes from the bladder to the outside world, those all have estrogen receptors. And they're sitting around uh -huh. there like, I would like some estrogen, please. Could I have some estrogen, please? Could I have some estrogen, please? And in the absence of estrogen, especially postmenopause, that's when all those, um, the muscles and the skin cells start to change. Mm. I know. Who would have thought it? Interesting. I would have never thought that about the bladder. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But it actually has the little estrogen receptors there. That's right. Those all, all the cells there are just saying, could I have some estrogen? So, by putting a little bit of estrogen back in the body, and we're talking about estriol, which is the weakest of the estrogens, that can help maintain those muscles. Mm. 
it can help maintain the skin that lines the tube of the urethra that goes out into the wide world. And so it helps us um, keep that area strong and healthy. Um, and of course, um, exercises, kind of including Kegels, but many others can help the muscles be strong in that area. But this estriol piece mm. is important. Um, yeah. So someone who is typically, you know, using a small thin pad, for example, that's that's an indication that it could be time to to add a little bit of estriol. If you're getting mm -hmm. to the point where you need a thicker pad, it's long past time. And so mm. adding estriol is going to be important. Now, I want to talk about this from a longer term point of view. Here I am, 61. Um, I've got this in place and I've got this in place because when I'm 71 or 75 or 80 or 85, I don't want to be carted off to a home by my children um, mm. because I'm incontinent. That is one of the risks for women. If they, huh. right, if they um, um, over time um, have incontinence to the point where, you know, they, they can't get to the bathroom in time. Um, it is one of those indicators that um, someone may need more extensive care. So oh, wow. you want to take these steps early on to maintain that tissue so that further down the line, you can, you've maintained control, um, not just of your bladder, but of where you live, where you can live and, and, and how much support you need. Yeah. Yes. So your your eighty year old vagina and bladder can thank you for <laughs> for taking care of it. Well, that is so. I would have never thought about that. So it's more than like just a little tinkle when you giggle. Like mm -hmm. it could be a very serious problem. I had a friend that actually had that issue. Of course, I'm not going to state her name, but it was you know it was it was embarrassing. It was like she didn't know what to do about it. And then I felt like when she went to the doctor, they were just immediately like, oh, go, you know, let's do uh, some procedure, some surgery or something like that. Instead of mm -hmm. there being something as simple as adding a little bit, would you, um, what'd you call it? The estriol. not estrogen. Yeah. The estriol. estriol. One of the yes. Yeah. Um, so then how do you do? Oh, go ahead. So the, uh, the other component to this is increased mm -hmm. urgency. So mm. when we're young, you know, running around in our 20s, we're like, oh, I have to pee, I have to pee. It can be an hour <laughs> and a half before you actually yeah. go. When right. you're in your 60s, 70s, and definitely into your 80s, you can get that, oh, I have to pee. You may have two minutes. You may have 30 mm -hmm. seconds. So <laughs> it's that increased urgency. And so, again, this in impacts life. I was talking to one yeah. woman the other day, one of our customers, and she had said, oh, I can't thank you enough. I used to plan how I would leave the house. Um, mm. If I had to go to the grocery store, I had to know where that bathroom was. I know where the bathroom is in all the stores in my area because mm. when I have to go, I have to go. There was one time she said she was so, she was caught short so desperately that she ended up just having to go behind this building and be behind a bush. Oh. I mean, yep. it is that urgency um, mm -hmm. that changes women's lives because they become a Of course, yeah. Lives. Yep, exactly. Yeah, it doesn't give you that freedom. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
right? Wow. You might not want to go to a party um, because, um, again, you you could get. And you certainly don't want to wear one of those cute little jumpsuits. (laughs) You can't get the damn thing off fast enough. (laughs) Exactly. So um, what is your solution for that then? So estriol cream is the way to go. Um, mm. You know, some practitioners can um, order um, a systemic estrogen, like a patch, mm-hmm. or they can give you, you know, hormone replacement mm-hmm. in a pill form, which is really good, you know, potentially for the mm-hmm. whole body. But we're interested mm-hmm. in getting um, that estriol specifically where it's needed. And so our product, Silky Peach Cream, um, we developed it for vaginal health, which we'll come to in a minute. Yeah. Um, but it also has great applicability to um, that area in our pelvis, which is very much related to the bladder and the urethra. So a little pump or two of that a day will help rebuild the reservoir of estrogen in that area, which helps those tissues be strong and healthy. And uh, I can vouch that that stuff is good because I've used it. and. Unfortunately, I left it in Malibu and now I'm all the way in Portugal and I don't have it. I know, but it is so good. I mean, and it's not just for that though. Right. Go ahead and tell, tell them what else it's good for. Yeah. So this is, this is back to the story of how we began, how Kirsty and I began Paula Games. She had reached out and said, Kate, what's going on? My vagina is dry and sex is starting to hurt. And I mm-hmm. said, well, honey, I have the answer for you. And <laughs> um, I gave her some estriol cream. And within two weeks, she said, this is the bomb. This is a difference. Um, it's changed yeah. things. We're back to having sex again. It's comfortable. Um, I'm not so dry. It's, it's not painful. And we, you know, sat down with our cups of tea and said, you know, we've got to bring this to the world. You have to bring this to the world. Women are not getting the mm. answers from their practitioners. They may, yes, they may struggle and and build up the confidence to mention it in a an annual mm-hmm. exam. Um, but so many practitioners don't have really a, a a good idea of what can be done. Um, right, we actually have a wall of shame of some of the comments that have come from practitioners. Uh. A lot of them will say, "Oh, it's just part of getting old," and honestly. You just want to smack them. Um, <laughs> I know. Um, so we we decided, well, well, let's try this. Um, we put together um, a sample and our business plan. I mean, we're both entrepreneurs. We're both businesswomen. And so we we came about it, I, I would say, the right way with a plan and, and testing our market yeah. and testing our messaging. And, and Kirsty, bless her heart, she has the best sense of humor in the whole world. Um, <laughs> right from the get-go, she said, oh, this is going to be fun. We're going to laugh about this. And she's right, because otherwise you'd cry. You know, here we are. <laughs> we're we're, we're po- oftentimes post-menopause by this time. Our estrogen levels have yeah. dropped. And mm-hmm. so we can no longer get pregnant. Our kids are out of the house. You know, we're Wait. owning who we are in the world. We're just oh, this awesome wisdom uh, place in our lives and our vaginas hurt. We can't have sex with our sweeties. Yes, exactly. Change the messaging around us. And that's, that's what we've been doing. Oh, I love it. Yeah. And you can laugh so much that you don't pee in your pants. 
Feel free to laugh. <laughs> no tinkling there. Yeah, the um the silk, silky peach, right? Isn't that mm-hmm. what it's called? Yeah. I know peach. I can picture the label right now sitting inside my RV in Malibu. Um, but definitely I noticed literally probably within 48, 72 hours, I could tell a difference with moisture. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Mm-hmm. Now, um, but I had no idea that it, at the same time, it was also helping with something like incontinence. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that whole, huh. that whole area in the lower pelvis, um, just so many estrogen receptors, just because we're done with um, our reproductive phase of our life, mm-hmm. we're not done with hormones. We need hormones in so many places in our body, particularly in this lower yeah. pelvic area. So mm-hmm. um, it's, it's often the first thing that women really begin to notice post-menopause. Like, oh, it hurts to wipe. Um, yes, you yeah. know, they want to have mm-hmm. sex. They want to be intimate. And they kind of grin and bear it. It's like, oh, just do it because they know their mm-hmm. husband wants to. Um, but it does not need to be like that. When you start replenishing just gradually, yeah. I'm going to use the word reservoir again, you're rebuilding the reservoir of estrogen in that um, the around the vulva and, and inside the mm-hmm. skin of the vagina. Um, mm-hmm. Then it just becomes healthy again. Otherwise, um, this, you know, when you fall over and you graze your knee, what does it look like? Well, it looks yucky. Yeah. <laughs> the skin is torn. It's all red. Yeah. Um, yes. That's what it can get like inside a vagina. Yeah. Where the uh, skin yeah. is, it's almost like it has Just micro that friction. It's the friction and, too. Yeah. Yes. And the, and the walls of the vagina can close in on themselves and rub against themselves. So without the natural lubrication that our bodies used to make, we want to put estrogen back in so that those cells can again make some of that lubrication. We're never going to be gushing like we were in our 20s and 30s. Mm-hmm. We can right. put some natural um, moisture back into those cells. So, And I think that's the key word there is natural because as opposed to just going and just using KY jelly or something like that, right? Right. right. Because KY is not really doing anything. It's mm-hmm. not, I mean, yes, it's providing lubrication, but it's not providing... The estrogen that you need. Right. It's not doing any repair work. Um, yeah. We, we did actually do some uh, pretty extensive research on lubes. I mean, what a tough mm-hmm. job that was. Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey, it's it's we a slippery slope. <laughs> it's a slippery slope, you know. But <laughs> if you ever need help in the marketing team, you know, <laughs> I'm more than happy to. Product sit around and yeah. come up with a name. <laughs> so we, yes. we did, we did, we dug in to really understand how lubes work and are uh, this very few that really kind of match the pH of the body um, and have that same kind of um, uh, um, well, the term is osmolity. It's like how the, how the, the, mm. the particular moisture fits the moisture mm. in your body. Um, and we did pin it down to one that we uh, we wholesale, um, just because you always you're always going to need some form of lube as you get older. Um, mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. I said, you're you're never going to be back to that gush, gushing phase. But if you right. keep that skin healthy, 
um, and you use a lube, then sex can be fun again. Oh, you should see the letters we get and the and the notes and the messages we get on the phone. And, you know, people sometimes send us cards as well, how thankful they are to have this most intimate and fun and pleasurable part of their life just returned to them. No. Yeah. No You're literally world. changing, changing mm-hmm. lives in so mm-hmm. many different ways. Yeah. So I mean, just, yeah, that is amazing. Mm-hmm. So let's talk uh, UTIs. Right. So if you think about it, um, you know, I just mentioned that inside mm-hmm. of the vagina can get like tiny little micro tears and greases. Mm-hmm. Well, so can the inside of the urethra, the tube that goes from the bladder to outside. You know, the mm. inside of that tube, I mean, that, that has a skin layer. We don't tend to think about it having a skin layer, but there is one. And mm-hmm, that too mm-hmm. can get um, dry and damaged and tiny little micro tears in there. And so by adding the estriol back in, um, we keep it smooth. And mm. We want that because that prevents um, bacteria from gaining ground. Um, yeah, that makes smooth, sense. Healthy skin. Um, then, uh, you know, bacteria just can't get a toehold in there. And it's really common for women, particularly older women, to have repeat UTIs, for which they are on mm-hmm. a series of antibiotics after antibiotics after antibiotics, yes. which, you know, is a mm-hmm. challenge to the body in the long term. Um, but they can end up with interstitial cystitis. It's, it's not an infection, but it's just that irritation. Now, mm-hmm. there are real drawbacks to that. Because, you know, that that sense of, oh, I need to pee. Oh, I need to pee. Oh, I need to go. Mm-hmm. Get that two or three hours after you've gone to bed. So you get up and you go to the bathroom, you pee and you come back to bed and you're trying to get back to sleep again. A couple of hours mm-hmm. later, that same irritation. Oh, I need to get up and go to pee. So, you get yes. again. Mm-hmm. so then before you know it, you've got really disrupted sleep. And um, mm-hmm. I know there's a story you don't need as much sleep as you get older. Um, sleep is important for <laughs> any age. I was going to say, I need it. I need any it so age. bad. <laughs> um, and so um, being on top of that interstitial cystitis, that, that irritation is important, not just for the health of that uh, particular area of the body, but it's important yeah. for sleep too. So mm-hmm. when these symptoms or issues, challenges typically happen, is it Perimenopause, menopause, postmenopause, or all of the above? Um, so a combination of anecdotal and, you know, we, we have so many women that we hear from. We have mm-hmm. like thousands of women um, that provide the feedback mm-hmm. to us. Um, but also medical research as well um, suggests that estrogen levels drop, begin to really drop just before um, that menopausal transition. Um, Mm -hmm. and then thereafter. And because Mm -hmm. so much of this area of women's health, vaginal health and urinary health is related to estrogen, it's strongly Mm -hmm. tied to how quickly somebody's estrogen levels are dropping. Now, Mm. we do store um, hormones, the steroid hormones, progesterone, testosterone, estrogen, um, in our fat tissue. So if Mm. we have um, a large supply of fat tissue, it could be several years that we're gradually Interesting. breaking that down and releasing estrogen from those that fatty tissue. Um, hmm. 
So it can often be that the slender woman, her estrogen hmm. levels may well drop sooner. Um, and so she may wow. experience those symptoms before another woman. However, ah. having yeah. said that, everyone is so different. Everyone's genes yeah. are so different. How they process and make hormones is so different. So it's probably from that late 40s through to, mm. you know, mid to late 50s, where this issue really begins to be a problem for most women. Um, yeah. But the sooner we can get... You really are a science nerd, I, aren't you? The number but that is fascinating. I, I would have never thought of that. And if only every gynecologist, you know, obstetrician, everything was just like you, that would know these basic you know, this basic information, the knowledge, just wisdom mm. to make our lives easier. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I feel like myself included, I hopped around from one doctor to another. I'm like, what the hell is wrong with me? And I'll admit, I did had not even heard of the word perimenopause until I started the show. And that was maybe about a year and a half ago. Mm -hmm. Isn't that crazy? I, I was like, Perry, what? Who's this perimenopause expert that come in on the show? I was like, what is that? Mm -hmm. And I and I had never heard of that. And here it was. I struggled for years with like crazy wild symptoms. I did finally find a doctor that had, you know, properly tested all of my hormones. And sure enough, I was on empty mm -hmm. on everything. Yeah. I was like, well, that explains a lot, right. you know? So for those, um, for listeners out there that may not know the way I didn't know, what is the difference between perimenopause, menopause, and postmenopause? Or how do you know which category you're in? Well, a lot of this is to do with the balance between two key hormones, progesterone and um, estradiol. Estradiol is our most potent of our estrogens. And... Hmm. Um, when we, in our prime reproductive years, we have a surge of estrogen in the first half of the cycle, and that is kind of balanced and matched by a surge of progesterone in the second half. And so they kind of balance each other out. Now, mm -hmm. what happens over time is that, um, those progesterone levels will drop sooner than estrogen levels. And mm. because you need the two to balance each other out, like two sides of a teeter-totter, if you are missing one, um, you're missing progesterone, but you still have estradiol, that's when it really goes to hell in a handbasket in terms of symptoms. Yep. Um, all those perimenopausal symptoms like tender breasts, um, mood mm -hmm. swings, you know, the, the need to tear mm -hmm. somebody's, you know, jugular out um, if they just say the wrong word, um, just sadness, um, bloating, yep. all those perimenopausal symptoms start kind of. Um, they they can be starting as as early as late as late thirties now, but typically it'll be into the early forties, and it's because of the difference in the two levels of those two hormones. Mm -hmm. So perimenopause can last ten years for some women. Um, mm -hmm. One of the things that I found out early on was that by supplementing with progesterone. Um, I could close that gap. I still had plenty of estrogen, but I was losing the progesterone. And so by adding some of that back in, I just didn't have that gap. And mm. I, um, I'm not bragging, honestly. I'm just describing. <laughs> <laughs> I flew 
through this phase because I had closed uh, that gap. So yeah. eventually, um, estrogen levels begin to fall. And estrogen is the big driver um, of, uh, you know, the length of our cycles. Mm-hmm. So over time, with that, as estrogen levels are dropping, our cycles are getting longer and longer apart, or they might even be getting shorter. They could be get going down from 28 days to 25 to 24, sometimes even 21 mm-hmm. days. Often that's kind of related to low progesterone. But eventually, the gap between them lengthens, and you might have a period mm-hmm. for um, every three or four months. That's really what mm-hmm. we would call the menopause transition. because everything's really yes. shutting down. Yep. Um, we are in menopause or we are post-menopause when we have not had a period for 12 months. And then that okay. period after that is post-menopause. So yeah. it could be, you know, six to 10 years beforehand is perimenopause. That menopause transition can be, you know, three to uh, one year, and then mm-hmm. thereafter, the world awaits. <laughs> so I would be post-menopause. Yeah. So. Yeah, and I can totally relate to a lot of those symptoms you were talking about in perimenopause. It was awful. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was having, you know, a cycle every two weeks. Mm-hmm. Right. And then, I mean, for a while, I was like, what is going on? And of course, I was like so fatigued. Hot mm-hmm. flashes. Apparently, I had mood swings, but I didn't believe, I didn't it. believe no. it. No, no, I don't think I was just happy all the time. I don't know what you're talking about. No. <laughs> but you know what? That I mean, I was telling you, like, I feel like in the last few years, finally, like menopause is being talked about. I mean, shoot, Oprah's talking about it. So, and Kate Wells is talking about it. <laughs> Wendy Valentine's talking about it, so it must be important. Mm-hmm. But it's about time that they start talking about it and openly, because it affects so many. It affects all of every single woman, right? It's right. not. Yeah, there's no way it can't affect you. Every woman will go through menopause, and um, yeah. it's horrific that there mm-hmm. hasn't been better support for women. Um, I think mm-hmm. that this is my opinion only. I think a piece of it is to do with um, you have got uh, still a lot of practitioners who are men and are not really interested or trained in um, understanding Mm -hmm. the biochemistry of all of this, truly what is going on. Yeah. Um, And without that training, I mean, some of them, some of them get less than five hours of training on menopause when they go through medical school. And if it's not an area of specialty, they're not going to go back and specialize in it. Um, women's health, particularly women's hormone health, in my opinion, is a specialty. And practitioners mm. um, can, cho- can choose to really expand their knowledge of this. Now, some of that yeah. does fall into OBGYN work, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And yet there's still a lot of um, gynecologists who have not dug into this side of things to really understand mm-hmm. um, hormones. And of course, you know, we're, every, every hormone that I mention, I'm talking about, the ter- I'm going to use the term bioidentical hormones. So mm-hmm. these are hormones that are manufactured um, to 
have the exact same chemical structure as the hormone that mm-hmm. we would make in our body, um, rather mm. than the okay. pharmaceutical hormones, um, which are often, um, they don't have that same chemical structure. So they may have some of the effects that we were after, but they may also have side effects. So mm-hmm. I just want to clarify that for you. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm glad you did. Um, what are the, so the other two products that you have besides the silky peach? Um, so we have our vibrant third progesterone and, you know, I mentioned that I had started using that in my late forties. Um, I have never stopped. I still use progesterone and it's one of, I mean, it helps my brain. It's good for my bones. It helps my mood. Um, it, uh, it helps me sleep. Um, Mm -hmm. so there are many ways that progesterone can really support the body um, and brain on a continuous basis. Um, mm-hmm. And we called it Vibrant Third because as women are heading into their late 50s and early 60s and onwards, we want their lives to be as vibrant as, as yeah. they possibly can be. Um, yes, I agree. Yeah, that's what I'm always on here preaching right. about. Like right. At <laughs> yes. this point in our lives, we have done you so know. much. We have learned so much. We have just got our act together. And, yep. um, you know, far from fading away, this is the yeah. time where we can blossom into bringing so much wisdom into the world. And, you know, yeah. when we feel good and when we feel strong and when we feel well, there's, mm-hmm. there's nothing that we can't do. And so yep. one of the other creams that we have is a DHEA cream. Um, it's called Rebounce. Mm. Because um, women rebounding into this phase of their lives. So DHEA, this hormone used for so many things in the body um, in its own right, as well as being a precursor to the other, some of the other hormones. Mm-hmm. Um, we have that available for our postmenopausal women who are just listless, tired, miserable. Yeah. Um, so that helps them. Mm-hmm. And then... Um, We've all heard about anxiety and the increase of anxiety that people are experiencing. Yeah. I mean, honestly, when you look around and think what's happened in the last five years in particular, it's uh, it can be hard to be consistently cheerful. Um, yep. But not everybody wants to go on an anti-anxiety med. And so yep. we have Chaos Calmer, which is a cream. <laughs> specifically for calming the I chaos. love chaos calmer I've, I've used chaos calmer and it does work I love it um I'm a, I'm a pretty calm person but um if I've had a day where there has been so much coming at me that by the end of the day my my brain just feels like it's a cartoon like exploding thing going on up here I put a little <laughs> bit of that chaos calmer on and my headache just within 10 minutes is yep. just gone yep so it's for anxieties, for yeah. tension, um, and helps with sleep. So, yeah. Yeah. I actually, uh, we had talked about this a little bit before, but because we had an interview scheduled, I think it was a couple months ago, and then I had gotten bad news like that day. And I was like, I don't think I can do an interview right now. But I did reach for the chaos calmer mm-hmm. because it was like I needed that. But it has worked for me with headaches, migraines even. Um, very, very amazing. And what I like about your products is that because it's lotion and it's applied directly to the skin, which is, correct me if I'm wrong, science nerd, it's the largest 
organ on your body, Absolutely. right? It's your skin. Yeah. yeah. So it absorbs so quickly mm-hmm. to where you can get results very, very quickly, mm-hmm. which, you know, as women, sometimes we're like, okay, let's go. Like, like, that's right. Know, we want a quick fix, but it truly, just like I was saying with the peachy, the mm-hmm. peachy cream, right? Same thing. Yeah. Very, very quickly. Yeah. Yeah. It's absorbed. And, yeah. And one of the, the big advantages of using a cream um, rather than taking a pill is that when you take a pill, um, mm. think about it down your throat, into your stomach. It needs to get yes. broken down in your stomach first, which mm-hmm. takes some time. And then everything yep. gets shunted off to the liver and has to be cleaned mm-hmm. up in the liver. And you lose yep. 80 to 85% of it in that sort of liver processing, metabolizing phase. And then eventually yeah. you're left with 15% of whatever it was you were taking. Whereas topical goes straight into your thin areas of your skin, into your blood yep. system, into your um, lymph which is another fluid system mm. that distributes things throughout your body. And by jolly, by golly, there you go. You've got yep. your, your hormones where you need them straight away. So that makes sense um, now that you said that, why you put it on those thin areas like your wrist or mm-hmm. maybe like the back of your knee or mm-hmm. where else, right? Yeah. Where, yeah. Where you else? want it into mm-hmm. wherever you can see veins. Um, because uh-huh. your blood system, your capillaries and your uh-huh. veins and your arteries, um, they are their system. They will latch onto those um, hormones that are in the cream uh-huh. and they, um, those red blood cells are, act like a little taxi. They'll grab that hormone mm. and as they move throughout the body, they'll carry those hormones to the receptors where they're needed all over the place. So, so and then, cool. like I say, some goes into the lymph. As well, the other fluid that, that, that moves at a slower rate through our body, um, and that can um, also spread hormones around. And the stomach's not involved, um, so it's so it's pretty fast. That's amazing. The human body, like the more I learn about it, I can see why you're a science nerd. <laughs> it's so fascinating. Ooh. Like, wow. I know. A question for you. So. Do you have to get your hormones tested or can you just jump right in and just start using the creams? We would love it if our customers um, could get their hormones tested. Um, mm-hmm. There are many practitioners who say, oh, you don't need to do that. You're postmenopausal. Back to the, the wishing for <laughs> physical abuse. Um, <laughs> but... Um, one of the things that's important is when someone is using topical creams, they always want to test their hormones mm. in saliva. Um, mm. And because it just so happens that the membrane on the saliva gland is fine enough that it will allow the bioavailable, the unbound hormones in there. So when you measure mm. how much hormone is in saliva, you know how much of that unbound hormone, the available hormone, is um, within the body. Um, mm. So ideally, yes. Um, when it comes to the estriol cream, because it's such a, a gentle estrogen or weak estrogen, mm-hmm. many women are pretty safe to start using that. Um, okay. The amount that we have in the cream is really low. And so um, it's unlikely to elevate their estrogen levels too much. Mm-hmm. So, okay. But we are. So that's into, good to know. Yeah. yeah. And we are looking mm-hmm. into. Um, being able to offer that as a service. 
So yeah, I have a mm-hmm. long career in um, lab testing. And so um, it would be totally cool if we can provide that for our ladies. I Again, ideally, we would love it. Our ladies can get the help that they need from the practitioner. What we're doing is filling a gap where they can't. So Yes. So they can fill in the gap with their hormones. <laughs> right. Yeah. Fill that hormone gap. Yeah. By the way, I love your accent. It's so cute. Yeah. Where are you from originally? I grew up in the northeast of um, England in a, a town ah. called Newcastle. So oh. I have a slightly more northern accent than a southern English accent. Yeah, it kind of goes in and out. Like sometimes mm-hmm. I'm like, oh. She has an English accent. No, she doesn't. Where'd it go? Like these right. certain things that you say. Like I've been here 30 years. And so, um, you know, if I'm, if I'm on the phone, I have to become very American because otherwise <laughs> there's just a silence at the end of the phone. <laughs> See, I love it. I'm like, I understand sometimes, sometimes I, I can't said. even concentrate. <laughs> I know. Sometimes I can't even concentrate. I'm like, oh my God. I could just sit here and listen to your accent. I'm like, I, I really want to like the next time, lifetime I come back, if that's possible, I'm going to come back with an English accent. I'm just letting you know, letting you know. the midlife okay. makeup of a show. Is gonna be, you can have your cups I, of tea. I just watched, tea. I just watched uh, Notting Hill. And you remember the one scene oh. with Hugh Grant? And then he, he was trying to get over the, uh, the fence there. Mm-hmm. And he goes, oh, whoopsie daisy. And she's like, whoopsie daisy. She's like, Little girls, only little girls say that from like the 1950s or something. Like it's so funny. It's like whoopsie daisy. <laughs> it's so cute. So, so where can we find you? Um, our website is uh, paula-games.com. So paula-games.com, and um, there's so much information there. We do um a lot. We write a lot of blogs. Um, we really mm-hmm. want to be a resource for women as they're wanting to understand what's going on with their health. Um, yeah. And so tons of blogs there, you know, our products are there. Um, you can contact us and ask questions. Our customer service team are just awesome. Um, yes, they are. So, I know they are. Um, I'm so, I mean, Christy and I constantly just appreciate how fortunate we are to have such a wonderful team. We're all women and um, mm. yeah. Everybody's everybody's awesome, and we'll we'll try and help whenever we. Can. You know, I um I made a connection the other day. There's like a common thread through all like the issues that we've just been talking about. If you think about it, it's, it's peri men pause and then menstrual cramps and pause, right? And then we're mental health, <laughs> mental breakdown men get it (laughs) well i so appreciate you and i love what you're doing for for all of us women going through uh going through the change this has been a great uh vagina dialogue i i appreciate being here it's always such a joy to me to talk about this thank you so much for having me on and asking such fun questions yeah. Oh, last question. Where did the name come from? Parlor Games. Well, you know, for, for since time immemorial, women have sat around and shared ideas. Um, mm. You know, more recent times, they sat in parlors sewing or knitting or 
you know, plotting to overthrow governments or whatever it might be. But they they sat around in parlors talking. Um, so that's kind of where parlor comes from, because we're, we're all in here as a sisterhood. And then games. Well, yeah. we wanted to put the games back in when the, the fun, bed. the fun back. The in. Fun. Yeah. yeah, the fun and games in bed. We wanted that back in women's <laughs> lives. So um, it's kind of a combination. That's where it came from. So it's, I know. It's I little, love it. Yeah. I love being part of your, the, the parlor games. Mm-hmm. It's great. Making the women's lives better and happier and healthier. And like you said, I, what is it? Uh, science, solutions and sisterhood. It's yeah. perfect. Yeah. 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 Thank you so much, Kate. Well, oh, and make sure um, everyone listening too, like, aren't you, uh, you have a Facebook community? Oh, we do for our customers yeah. Um, who yeah. have bought a product um, from us. We have a private Facebook group called Sexy Sexy Sisterhood. And it's a safe, private space yeah. where women can talk about this very intimate area of their health. There are no men involved. It's all women. Um, it is sisterly, and um, there is there is nothing like it. It's, this is the brainchild of Kirsty, my business partner. She she knew that women needed to to talk about this, to have a place yeah. to, mm-hmm. to to cry, yeah. to weep, to share the success, all of it. Um, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I've heard you, you just have so many amazing success stories, and you're going to continue. It's it's good. Well. We, that's what we're here to do. I mean, for me personally, I'm on this earth to do this. Everything in my life, when I look back, has led up to this. And so I am incredibly fortunate as an, as a person who, to be doing what is my mission work in this life. So thank you for letting Mm. me talk just a little bit about that today. Yeah. And I can relate to that, that everything in my life has led to this to this moment uh, with what I do. So thank you. You're great. As are you. Thank you. This has yes. been lovely. Thank you. All right, ladies, get on to uh, parlor-games.com, right? And uh, yes, check out their products. They're amazing. I can vouch for it. All right. Have a great day, everyone. Did this podcast inspire you, challenge you, trigger you to make a change or spit out your coffee laughing? Good. Then there are three ways you can thank me. Number one, you can leave a written review of this podcast on Apple iTunes. Number two, you can take a screenshot of the episode and share it on the social media and tag me, Wendy Valentine. Number three, share it with another midlifer that needs a makeover. You know who I'm talking about. Thank you so much for listening to the show. Get out there and be bold, be free, be you.